As a reminder, we are sponsored by Energy Fitness Studio in Washington, Pennsylvania. We are also sponsored by our book sales, book sales of Awakening the Tranquil Warrior, written by Caitlin Sweet and myself. Also sponsored by the book sales of Rewilding the Modern Man, which just released. Um, and the co-author of that first book, Awakening the Tranquil Warrior, is my guest today. Feel like people know so much about me. People don't know that much about Caitlin, so I really wanted to get her on. She's so nervous. Uh, I was so nervous. That. This is so nerve wracking. <laughs> now I get how all our podcast guests have felt. They would come in and be like nervous, and I would be like, "Oh, it's fine. We're just gonna free flow it. Chill. You guys are fine. Like no judgment. Say what you need." And here I am about to have a heart attack, so. <laughs> <laughs> and she's drinking a hot cacao to try to ground, and she did just do some grounding exercises, just so you guys know that she really is actually nervous about this. Yeah, I tried preparing to answer <laughs> these questions the best I can. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I tried grounding through some tapping and drinking a hot cacao. <laughs> I'm excited to get this, this information out there to all of our listeners, because um, I know, because I'm her husband, how incredibly special she is, but I feel mm. like there's a lot of things that people don't know. So I'll go ahead and I'll give you a little introduction here. Um, for one, Caitlin Sweet. Um, she is my wife, my beautiful <laughs> wife, and the mother of our three children. Yeah, they were, we were just talking. We we're going to be together for 11 years this fall, which is crazy. It's a long time, and, mm -hmm. and there's been a, a lot we've been through and changes and chapters through that maybe yes. that'll make up another podcast or a book but <laughs> she is uh despite her six-pack and amazing <laughs> body she has had three children and i watched them all come out so i know <laughs> that she had those kids Stop. that was all the whole pregnancy you're making me more nervous stop <laughs> it what are you saying <laughs> she is she's also a reiki healer so when you guys are doing yoga classes and doing the open and restores and the sound healing sessions that she does in collaboration with Jen Lucas and you feel a little powerful healing presence over top of you, that is her giving a little bit of biohealing Reiki stuff. So yeah, as a lot of you know, she's also a gym owner at Energy Fitness Studio. She co-authored Awakening the Tranquil Warrior with me and she added two amazing chapters to that book or one amazing chapter and one two amazing stories in the spiritual chapter of the book um, she's a yoga and bar instructor she she's so much more than this but this is like the beginning she's the thing i really want people to know um i'll add at the end of this but she she also owns a boutique um, yeah katie may's boutique. May's boutique that um that i opened when it when I was 26, I opened up Katie Mays. I'm 28 now. Um, actually, I was like 25, almost 26, because it was like right around my yeah. birthday. Mm -hmm. I opened up Katie Mays because my name is Katie and my daughter's name. Um, it combined, so it created Katie Mays, and that is my online clothing store. We do pop-up shops as well. I also model for Katie Mays. I really enjoy modeling. It's a good model too. It's something I really like to do. I do like to model. Um, it's really fun for me because I have a background in cosmetology and I'm a licensed cosmetologist and esthetician as well as a holistic nutritionist I'm also certified in um, so it's like 
it's really fun for me to do the clothing store to be have that creative outlet and also modeling because of the cosmetology and esthetician background um, for many years I did that for like seven or eight years um, and I used to own a traveling wedding hair business. I started when I was 24. Uh, I would work through the knot and I've done Pittsburgh Fashion Week. I've also almost done New York Fashion Week twice now, but the dates did not line up. But I was invited twice to do New York Fashion Week for bridal hair and then New York Fashion Week runway hair. Um, it's Hair is something that comes very easy and natural to me as well as makeup and things like that. So it, it helped a lot with Katie Mays modeling because it was just fun. Not to say I was not nervous behind camera, of course, and I'd go through shots and, you know, of course, beat myself up. But I still loved it. I still loved modeling. Um, but yes, and Trenton and I just opened up Energy Fitness Studio. That is our newest baby. Um, it is so surreal to have and to open. I um, got certified in yoga teacher training. Actually, when I was pregnant with our third, I contacted uh, this beautiful soul named Jamie and to work at Prana Veda and work with her to become teacher. I was scared to tell her I was pregnant. <laughs> I was scared to tell her I was pregnant and Trenton knows this because I was like 20 weeks pregnant when I reached out to her to become certified in yoga teacher training. And Reiki. And Reiki, yeah. It was combined. Reiki and yoga teacher training. And I was so scared for her to tell me no because I don't like for people to tell me no, especially when I'm adamant <laughs> about something. So I will like leave certain things out so they don't tell me no and I tell them later and then they're like what the hell is wrong ask with you? Ask for forgiveness Yeah, of like permission. ask for forgiveness instead of permission. That's, that's kind of the motto. And then you're like, yeah, I know I'm crazy, but I didn't want you to know how crazy I was. So, but anyways, um, I did that and I started yoga teacher training actually in my last trimester. I was, I started what, a month before I gave birth? So I was Something 36 like weeks pregnant starting yoga teacher training and um, met the most beautiful group of girls, got to work with the most beautiful woman. And um, I pushed Rosalia out halfway through that training and that little girl was um, three days old and I was breastfeeding her, getting certified in Reiki healing. Um, she came with me. She came with me every Saturday and Sunday in yoga teacher training. She laid on my mat. I have some Instagram photos. I made her a little onesie that said yogi in my diapy or yoga in my diapy. <laughs> and it was so cute. It was beyond special to have her in there with me. And, you know, like I, like I said, I not that I advise any mama to go out there and do yoga five days postpartum or get trained in anything, you know, um, three days postpartum or but that was my story and that was my story and that's where I felt really comfortable in I just knew it was the right path and thank god Jamie did too because she let me be crazy and do it and she supported me the entire time as so did Trenton like Trenton um he wants to interview me, but he's super badass. Uh, <laughs> he um, made sure during that time, because I was so freshly postpartum, and he knew how adamant and determined I am and can be for pretty much everything in my life. Um, he made sure I had fresh bone broths to go um, and mason jars, you know, fresh teas, like all this stuff, a holistic nutritionist, um, 
would want for herself he made for me he i bought a book and he made most of the recipes out of it for me like goji berry soups and all this stuff um to make sure i could be carried through that i could not do anything i've ever done in my life without the support i've had <laughs> i'm not gonna try to tear up but um yeah and it, that i couldn't have done that without him and uh, without my family and without beautiful people that have came in my life to help me, I would never, ever be who I am. I couldn't be. I couldn't do it on my own. <laughs> so Yeah, you're making me too up, Kate. This I is know. this is supposed to be about you and how I'm sorry. I guess I'm just are. in feels with my emotions. Well, you're, you're so amazing that I felt like I needed to do everything I could because I was working out of town so much and I knew our life was so crazy, so I tried that, to do everything I that could. That was another thing in the mix. Um, you know, on top of the beginning stages of our life and I like I said I opened my first business when I was 24 um, and then my second at 26 and our third at 28 um, Trenton during that time worked out of town and was gone all the time for years um, and we had to really connect on a level that was equal and knew our deep love for each other but had to understand we had to be apart even though we never wanted to be, and it was very grueling and um, war on our marriage, yeah. heavy. heavy. Um, and we didn't know the wounds until we were coming to the end of his career, of being out of town and away from us all the time. I didn't know the wounds inside myself I created and the resentment I had towards him um, that I buried. Um, and it, same to him, right? Like he yeah. had the same back yeah. to me. And we didn't know it because we shoved it down so far to keep going, to keep going, to keep treading water, to keep the house, to keep the cars, to keep the vacations um, alive. And chasing, <clears throat> chasing the dream. Chasing the dream. It was a and, false dream. And, but in the same light, though, we got to chase other dreams. Like I chased, um, you know, like the traveling wedding hair was more mainstream just for me because it was easy for me to do because it was something I was naturally very talented at. Um, wedding styling. When I was in beauty school getting my cosmetology license and esthetician, I, I organized events for the beauty school to raise charity um, where I organized, which is so funny, I was 19 at the time. I organized um, fashion shows. They were called prom fashion shows. And I organized them inside the beauty school to raise money for charity and just to showcase and for me to do hair that was totally free because I did a lot of free hair before I ever charged for it um, to do prom hair um, and it was just for a race for good benefits just something I wanted to do so that was like my first ever organization event I did as an adult when I was 19 um, that was run like a fashion show um, and it was just to showcase that and then it kind of like took off from there because I used to do my friends hair all the time in high school for proms and weddings and and I did it for very cheap. I also do airbrush makeup. I did airbrush makeup for weddings as well. I also really like airbrush makeup. Um, but yeah, I feel like I'm talking so much about myself. You're supposed like, to. Yeah, I know this is, I'm supposed to. This is about and you. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, I'm like stealing the thunder. But you, this is I your guess thunder. I'm supposed to be the thunder. You so. are the th you're the lightning <laughs> and the thunder. Um, there's yeah. a, there's more about Caitlin. I I know that a lot of our our listeners um, they want to know 
they want to know the journey. Um, they also there's a couple other things they want to know too. But like, let's start, Kate, with like what led you from fashion, like all of the doing the weddings and the hair and the clothing boutique. Like everything was so focused on making women beautiful on the outside. Yeah. And now you've shifted to making just all just humans all together beautiful inside and out. I think that's a big part of that transition, but let's talk about that, the, the journey. Um, the journey of being so fashion-focused. I still love fashion. It has uh, changed to sports bra and legging fashion, <laughs> um, but I have worn high heels uh, since I was in third grade. Um, my first pair of high heels, I can still remember my mom taking me to Gabriel Brothers and me picking out a pair of high heels from Gabe's um, and my dad crying. Like, and they weren't <laughs> even high heels. They were like really low wedges. Like, I think they were two inches. Maybe not even, maybe an inch. And I would wear them to school. And ever since, I just never stopped. Um, I've always loved fashion. I always loved everything with aesthetics. I've always liked women making, like, feeling beautiful. Um, I've always liked making them feel beautiful. God, the feeling when I'd spin around a chair from the woman that sat in my chair at the beginning um, when I would do hair, and I'd spin around to see her hair, and it was like a new woman was born. It was like she could cry, Hmm. and some did. And as a hairstylist, if anyone's in that kind of industry, um, you will know firsthand that it is very much so like being a therapist. Um, <laughs> I would come home all the time from so many beautiful clients and tell trends some wild stories that I heard of like, you know, some crazy gossip or I'd come home and tell them some beautiful stories or good places to eat. Like you got the download of your community right away. And that's when I knew community was extremely important to me. Yes. That's when I knew relationships with people are deeply inside of me. And I love it. I love people. I love people. I love all of you listening to this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, fashion. It's, it started there. You know, like coming up uh, very young. I've always been super interested. It changed my fashion a lot in school drastically. I was um, like second best dressed in high school. Um, <laughs> this goes voted. way back. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm talking like this goes. I can't. It, I was born like this. <laughs> uh, when I was tiny, my mom had me in beauty pageants, um, and I like one PA baby when I was really <laughs> tiny. So I, I mean, like this comes from birth, right? Like I was nine months old when I won um, Miss Pennsylvania Baby. Uh, so it's just something that's in me. I can't explain it. Um, but to make women feel beautiful, that kind of transverse. I, as later in my life, I got into holistic nutrition um, because I suffered from, and not suffered, I shouldn't say that. No one suffers. I mean, it depends on your light, right? Like how you want to look at it. At the time, I felt like I did. Um, but I was definitely infertile. And um, when I met Trenton, we kind of bonded over that. And God, we were like 18. I was 18, <laughs> telling so, him so that. Young so young. So um, young. But I told him that I, like, you know, wasn't 
very, you know, that was going to be a, maybe not something I could do in my life. And he was likewise um, from something he had happened to him as a child and he was born with. And we really bonded over that, um, knowing full fact that we had thought we would have to adopt to ever have children. Um, so I found holistic nutrition when I was about 21, um, trying to get pregnant with our first. And we were married for a little over a year, two years. Um, and I was trying to get pregnant, and the first thing I knew was uh, I need to cut out all this alcohol <laughs> um, to try and change. And so I just did follow my intuition then, um, cut out like some nasty carbs, like fried pickles at T Roads, like, you know, like <laughs> things like that, um, and beer. Uh, you maybe cut out some beer and quit getting drunk all the time um, at 21 <laughs> and partying with my friends. But um, so I got serious and we didn't have any results. Um, we tried for like a couple years, like like tried, but not tried. Um, but we didn't really try for like maybe um, the tail end of that. And I got frustrated, went and seen a fertility doctor. She was like, oh my God, you're so young. What are you doing here? Mm. And, but at the time I had such an older mindset. I felt like I was like 35 walking in that office, not 21. <laughs> and so I was like um, telling her what was going on, whatever. She was like, you're so young. Um, let's play it by, you know, play it by ear and uh, see what we could do. So she sent me some medication. I've always been super weird about medication um, for my own beliefs um, and my own fears at that time. And so I didn't take the medication. I didn't even fill the script, but I had her send it. And a month later, we decided to clean up our diet and kind of just forget about the pressure of it and we ended up pregnant mm. um, with our first daughter. A beautiful blessing. Yeah, so that's what got me in holistic nutrition, right? Like, I found out I was pregnant and I wanted the best <clears throat> for my daughter. And, and it started with like cutting drinks and oh, appetizers. Oh yeah, it started with not drinking Mountain Dew and Red <laughs> Bull. Like, I. that's why I always express to women when they here where I'm at now, there's no need for comparison because I swear to God, I survived on honey buns as a child. <laughs> like, not that my mom wanted me to. She definitely made good food. Yeah. I just didn't eat it. Like, I just <laughs> didn't eat it. I would just steal other food. <laughs> but, um, and there's like nutter bars and things like that. Man, it was so bad. But, um, Yes, yeah, so I found holistic nutrition, got certified. It was about a year and a half certification um, when I got certified in it, and it was all in the name of my children. Mm -hmm. So I became certified in holistic nutrition for my daughter and um, not wanting to... At that time, I was so scared to gain weight while pregnant, which is so crazy that that's a big fear pushed on women. Um, a lot of women have that fear. For yeah, sure. like well, all the everybody freaks you out. Everybody's like, "Oh, kiss those size zero <laughs> and one jeans goodbye," and that freaks out someone who's that. That is so unneeded. Don't ever do that to a pregnant woman ever, and also don't ask her if she's about to have twins when she because she's clearly <laughs> pregnant with one child. Okay, or say she's about to burst. Just don't say it. Um, say she looks beautiful, say she's glowing, say 
she's going to be a fantastic mom and she does not have to ever worry about her body afterwards because she doesn't and just so you know when you say shit that offends a pregnant woman too the hormones that she releases go directly into that baby's body so maybe uh give a fuck about the woman you're talking to enough to also give a shit about the baby brutal but anyway so i got certified in holistic nutrition um um, I was still a cosmetologist, um, getting certified in holistic nutritionist uh, at the same time as just having my firstborn. And then I got a beautiful surprise. I found out seven weeks later I was pregnant with my second. So our first two are Irish twins. Um, they are ten and a half months apart. I did not know I could get pregnant so quick because it was so hard the first time. Mm. Um, and then I did. And they are inseparable. I. It was God's son. Um, so then our second came along. I knew I needed to pursue um, my health and nutrition career. I really wanted to be women-focused still. So I went in and I quit my job where I was working doing hair. And then I fully pursued at 24 um, my traveling wedding hair. Um, did that because I loved making women feel beautiful. I felt so honored to do their wedding hair. I did many, many brides um, and their whole bridal party to top off. I, it was nothing to do 10 or 11 girls by myself every morning within five hours. Um, and I would do their airbrush makeup as well. I just felt so honored to know I was doing that woman's hair for the one of the biggest days of her life. Um, and everybody's like, how was it like dealing with brides? And to be honest, I've only had one fluky bride and she wasn't even that fluky. <laughs> I, it's all about communication. It's all about the true intention. I've always just wanted to make her feel beautiful. I, it, my ego was not there. It was, um, I knew I was really good at what I did and no matter what she wanted, I knew I could give her. Um, because I knew utmost I wanted to make her feel the, like the most beautiful woman that had ever lived on that day. I wanted her to see her groom cry like mine did mm -hmm. when I walked down the aisle. I wanted her to see these photos and feel like the most beautiful woman that had ever lived. And I wanted her to cherish these. And when they had kids, I wanted her kids and kids to cherish. This was huge for me, right? Like I looked <laughs> into this so deep. Um, and so I pursued it for a really long time. And like I said, I did PGH Fashion Week and had been invited to New York Fashion Week and uh, Bridal Fashion Week. Um, did wedding hair out of the state as well. Traveled out of the state for wedding hair when I could, when Trenton was not traveling. Um, I had a lot of help with the kids when I could get help. Um, obviously, other people's lives are very busy. And so a lot of times the kids had to come with me, um, which is the missing gap in the story. People always think we had childcare. We did not. And we do not. Um, we do <laughs> not dope. have childcare at all. Uh, besides, well, I shouldn't say it all. We have some really great family that do pull through for us when they can. They have busy lives. They all work full time um, or own businesses as well. And so and or live out of state but they do help whenever they can and i love them for that and they appreciate i appreciate that so much so i would take our kids um with me and at the time i just had the two and they would sit in a double stroller and watch me do the hair um and they would just be quiet and just play with their toys and um if they ever got fussy i'd give them some puffs or i'd <laughs> give them um a pouchy a fruit pouch and they would watch mama do the hair um and that's how i rolled i because Trenton was gone um, and then I started pursuing a little bit more, um, out of the wedding hair, opening up Katie May's boutique, 
this was another turn for me. I did wedding hair for like four years uh, through the knots, and I, I was very successful at it, and it was a really great career. I was just kind of over it. I don't know. I guess I just fell out of it. It's ready for something. Yeah, I was new. just ready for something new. I I was getting really busy at it, so it's really funny. I pulled out when I did because I was getting extremely booked up, and I just put a stop to it. Um, I opened up Katie Mays, lingered with some wedding hair during Katie Mays to help fund Katie Mays. That was my funding for opening a brand new business, especially something that is expensive to open, like a clothing store. That is, it's high inventory. Um, it is a lot of overhead at first, and it's a lot of time. Mm -hmm. um, it's a lot of education that goes into owning a clothing store. Um, a lot of certifications you have to have through the states to open a business like that. A lot of licensing. I have a wholesale license, so I, you know you got to do all that, um, all that work. And so yeah, open up Katie Mays. Um, left off wedding hair a little bit, but I still kept it because needed to fund it to start. Katie Mays picked up. Oh man, what a road. Uh, Katie Mays hmm. picked up modeled for Katie Mays. Again, the kids came with. Um, they were always behind scenes on photo shoots. Uh, it was very rare. I was just there by myself. They were there. They were in a double stroller. Um, this is before our third. And then when I was pregnant with our third, I, I still modeled. I modeled up until I was about 25 weeks pregnant. Um, and so I felt like I was showing too much for women to know what the clothing looked like on a non-pregnant woman. <laughs> um, so then I started hiring models, which was huge for me because I started handing off and delegating. Um, I'm a decent delegator now, but... Then I was not. I was very like, that was a big ego thing for me to delegate anything like that, especially something I really enjoyed doing. Um, but then I hired, uh, I don't know, about seven models. And I had a couple really good friends at the time that modeled for me for free clothing. That was super cool of them. Um, they really pulled for through for me for that. It was uh, something I'll never forget. Mm. Um, and then the girl I had do our photos at first was someone that just took our family photos and I asked her if she'd be into it. She said, heck yeah. So she was my photographer for a minute and then I transitioned um, to a different photographer because I, I needed somebody more often. And she was actually a wedding photographer and I met her through that networking. Um, and she came and took photos for Katie Mays. Uh, Katie Mays came down to a slow, Unroll. This is when my life started to change hmm. um, on a really big note. So this is more recent. Um, I was 26 when I got pregnant with, with our third. I think I was 26 or 27. And, yeah, um, when you found out you were pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, when I found out I was pregnant. So then at the very end, so the same year as when I signed up for YTT was like the last year of Katie Mays being really hot and heavy. Um, and I started winding down right before I found out I was gonna give birth. And um, I started winding down because I knew I was gonna be joining, everything overlaps for me. I always do all, like 100 things at the same time. So then I joined yoga teacher training. As winding down Katie Mays, as about to give childbirth, and I think I did two weddings right before I gave birth. And Trent was still working out of town. So, and had two other children. Um, but uh, while down, Kenny Mays joined yoga teacher training, and that's when my life unfolded. Uh, that's when I knew my passion for people in general, um, but women. I've always had 
a soft spot for women, um, in particular women that had been in domestic violence relationships or come from a background of leaving them. I don't really know why, but I feel very strongly in that area. Might be because of some past life type regressions and shamanic mm-hmm. work. That That's when I started doing my later, spiritual yeah. work. Yeah, it was yeah. during that time. Um, I started doing... Never in my life had I done any spiritual work. I have exercised all the way up till this point, was a holistic nutritionist, paid huge focus on my diet, super important to me. Um, Didn't really exercise hardly at all until after our second child was born. After the second child was born is when I started exercising. So I didn't start exercising until I was 24. I was never an athlete. I played sports when I was like in grade school. Like I was an artist when I was in high school. Um, so I pursued that, uh, doing wall murals and things like that instead of being an athlete by any means. And she did our beautiful wall mural at the studio too, for those of you who have been in there, the one on the big back wall that is all Caitlin's hand done work right there. I like to paint. <laughs> I like to paint. But she did not like to exercise. When we first started exercising, like we had this little setup in uh, in in our room in this tiny little house that we had when we were first raising our family, and we would work out in there. And Caitlin would be so mad when she'd start to sweat or a muscle oh my would God, start I'd to burn. Oh my God, I'd get so mad at Trent. Trent would tell me my form was wrong because I literally knew nothing of what I was doing, and I was starting at 24 like Trenton knew what he was doing he played minor league football like he he knew what he was doing like and then I'd be like that's not squatting and I'd be like shut the fuck up leave me alone <laughs> like I'd get so mad at him and if I start breaking a sweat I mean many times I wanted to cry during a workout and I remember asking Trent do you ever want to cry when you work out and he was like no <laughs> and I was like well, I do, and I hate this. <laughs> and now I own a gym, um, so it's funny how life works. <laughs> but yeah, our tiny, so our first gym in our tiny little house um, was in our bedroom. Yeah. That way it was on the side of our bed, and we had a bench and a couple of weights, free weights. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had bands. Um, I think there was a step up block a too. A step up block. Uh, we had an ab roller. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like resistance bands, I think that was about it. Yeah, that was like our little home that gym. That was our home gym, and it was in our bedroom. Um, and we would just work out in our bedroom. We'd have the little babies on our bed, and we'd cradle them in blankets so we could work out with them mm-hmm. next to us. Um, and we'd go for walks at the park with a stroller. And uh, let me tell you, pushing a double stroller at a park, going uphill, you want to talk about, well, yeah. I st- like, I do it now sometimes, and I'm like, and it's not a double stroller anymore, it's single, because the other two are big enough, and I'm like, holy hell. Yeah, that's a good leg burn, <laughs> especially up a hill. Yeah. yeah, up a hill. Um, but yeah, that was, that was our first little touch on a gym. So I never worked out until I was 24. Um, I'm 28, and it's, it's like, you know, like, um... It's crazy. Yeah. It's wild. But I went heavy when I did because I really started to like it. So I got really obsessed um, and just wanted more and more and more and listened to more and more podcasts because I started with nutrition and um, then I, I grew, grew into fitness and for selfish reasons of just wanting my old body back after childbirth. And then it was like, no, wait, what can my body do? I can 
what can I do? What can I grow? How can I be stronger in myself? How can I challenge myself? How can I channel these things throughout my body and gain strength with inside me, um, which was huge for me. And so that grew. And uh, then I got into energy work. That kind of came out of nowhere. Um. <laughs> I mean, when you put it all down like that, it kind of all goes together. You, you start with your beauty from the outside with the makeup and the hair and the clothing. It went from the hair and the makeup to the clothing, and then it went nutritionally, so... And then it went to physical exercise. And then, of course, once you've done all that work, uh, the only work really left to do is spiritual work. Yeah, I started doing spiritual work and realized I wanted to help women from the inside. Um, so that's a huge thing with energy, which came to me in a dream. Uh, She's talking about the studio. There, yeah, energy. the studio <laughs> energy. That's, that's the name. Um, that studio is Godsent. Um, 100% divine scent. Um, that path is divine scent. It came out of nowhere. I knew there was something coming for like a year and a half. I had a feeling. I didn't know what it was. Thought it was for Katie Mays. Um, but I was kind of hitting a brick wall there. My creativity was lacking um, in that area. And I'm a very creative person. Um, I love to create. I love to take on creation. Um, and it was kind of lacking. It was kind of getting into a drought. So, or muddy, I always call it. I was taking too many, um, too much advice from too many people. Didn't see my dream. So energy came along. Um, in a dream, I found this studio and I went the next day and saw it. And uh, the rest is history. Uh, it, was so, it was so funny. I Like I knew that you were, I knew Caitlin was looking at some brick and mortar spaces. Um, I was working out of town, mm -hmm. and I thought she was looking at spaces for for her boutique. Well, because I was, <laughs> this guy thought I was crazy. Like I can't explain <laughs> to you the draw I had to this area, um, and I I went up there three times probably in six months to look at a spot for Katie Mays, because um, everybody kept asking like, "What are you gonna get the brick?" It wasn't that the brick and mortar wasn't like it wasn't obtainable. It was that I never felt right. Um, and I won't do things I don't feel right about. I just will not out back out uh, last minute even. I might push it and push it and push it until, you know, push comes to shove. And then I'm like, now it don't feel right. And I'll pull out. I'm not ever scared if it don't feel right. So I was looking for Katie Mays. And I would look at all these spaces. And Trent would come after work. And we'd have all the kids. And this was a whole thing. We missed dinner. House is a mess. Like, and <laughs> we would still do this. And I was like, fuck. Like, nothing feels right. Like, but I'm telling you something over here. Like, I'm like obsessively, I don't know what it is. Anyways, had a dream. It was a plaza across the street. Thought it was for Katie Mays. Pulled up. I was coming out from tanning salon. And I just heard a voice and I just spoke to me. And so I went and I made the left and I went over and I pulled in front of the spot. Um, and... I immediately knew it wasn't for Katie Mays. I immediately knew it was for a fitness studio, a yoga studio at that. At the beginning of Energy, it was just going to be a yoga studio. I knew it was a yoga studio. I text Trent, what do you think about opening a yoga studio? He's like, hell yeah, where at? <laughs> and I'm like, all right, he's on board. And, and um, I, we talked later at night, and it moved so flawlessly. 
And and not a lot of things like that happen in life. Um, Do they flow so effortlessly? There's always hurdles, right? Like, there's always these weird hurdles that will happen. because there was some really big hurdles. Uh Uh-huh. There there even still are hurdles. Oh, yeah, there's still hurdles every day with the studio. Um, But things did kind of fall in place. mm -hmm. Like, it was... They weren't hurdles that stopped you. Yeah. That's how I should put it. Like, it's not that... There's never hurdles because there's always hurdles. Some pretty traumatic hurdles um, have happened to us with opening the studio, especially along the lines financially because it takes a lot of finances to open something like that. And we had um, Trenton's job was financially outsourced pretty heavily towards the end. Um, So there was a lot of hurdles in that aspect in our life uh, that we'll probably talk about someday, but not ready to now. (laughs) Um, Not ready to talk about them now. They're too fresh. But they were like, they were um, big. They were big. But I will say it all still fell in place because the people were able, God was able to put the right people in our path to help us. Yeah. And it never failed. It never failed. It maybe didn't come the path I wanted it to and prayed for it to, but it always came. It always came. And then maybe I had to lose some pretty important shit for it to come. And people. And people. Um, for it to come, which felt so traumatic. And still kind of does. But I now have such a light. And appreciation. Deep appreciation that I've never felt towards things. So we open up Energy Studio. Um, I sign on the lease space on like 222 of 22. Mm. My first round of angel numbers <laughs> started coming to me. Uh, if I received angel numbers beforehand, never took notice. Um, until I started opening up this studio. They came to me uh, everywhere. Everywhere they came to me, everywhere. They came to me in every way, on everything, everywhere. I felt like I was going crazy. They would change up. They'd sometimes always be the same. Um, They guided me because I felt like they knew I needed guidance Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, because I was praying for it because it was such a big life change such a different direction, I needed outsourced guidance. Um, I know people say you need to look within, but my within wasn't built yet. To the point of me trusting is maybe what I should say, like your soul's always built. um, But then I started getting energy work where I had received Reiki, I got certified in Reiki, um, received emotional code, received uh, soul retrievals, um, shamanic work, uh, you know, all the all the get up there um i was able to find myself to where i could trust myself and you know decode some of these things inside me um and also it was a great way for me to understand how i'm gonna help people how i'm gonna help women this is where this all comes from for me everything i've done in my life has all been to honor and help others um I love it. Mm. I do. I love it. And I love being expressive. Um, I feel like I'm kind of getting off topic here. No, so. no, no. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. And she really, she, like, we both really do live to, like, to serve and to help I other people on their help. journeys. I want to help make people healthy. I want to help people. I want, not in the way, like, I want you to lose 15 pounds. I'm not like that. And anyone that knows me knows that. Um, I always get questioned. How do you have the body you do after three kids? Um... I am 
this is my life. This is my lifestyle. This is who I am. This is my career. Um, you're good at your career. That's how. Like, I'm, I'm good at it. I love it. I love doing it. It's a deep passion. I source lots of energy from it. It's abundant to me. Um, and she really, she means that because like when clients and customers and members, if, you know, they, they come into a class and they tell Kate, like, I've lost this much weight or I haven't lost any weight, but I feel so good. That's and, what I want. And I, my husband said this or my wife yeah, said this to me. especially like, about the booty. <laughs> I get a lot because I base a lot of my classes around that for my own gain, right? Like dudes want to build arms. We're women. We want to build our butt. That's just how it she is. She loves those things. And people come back, they tell her that. And then Kate tells me after her class, and she, like, she feels so good about it. And not, like, not in an egotistical way, but, like, uh, if you've ever helped anybody achieve anything, like, you've just... You were like a vessel that kind of guided them. Like you didn't give it to them. They did all the work themselves. They did it. You were just there to, to be there for them. And to be that person feels really fucking good. And Kate feels really good. Like she's cried to me. Oh, even. I've cried many times because it is like that. Like as many healers as I've met, um, which are all fantastic. And I love them all so much because yeah. they've guided me in so many ways. And... I thirst for all their knowledge and the energy they withhold. Um, he, movement is healing. Yeah. I didn't know that was going to be my avenue, food and uh, movement. But movement heals the body. It heals the body. And when I have someone take a bar class, a bar Pilates class, a yoga, a yoga sculpt, a hot yoga, yoga flow, um, you know, like you name it. If they're in there and they're taking that class and I'm teaching in front of the class, right? Like I'm just guiding you. Just like they were guiding me on shamanic journeys or guiding me in Reiki or uh, like I'm just guiding you to move and I'm teaching you the moves. But you're doing all the work. Like, that is not me lifting your leg. That is not me doing this insane ab routine that I know I throw on you guys. <laughs> I, like, I I know I pick, you know, 10-minute songs for abs. Uh, like, you know, but this is, that's why I'm always like, have fun with it. Play with it. Be playful. Because that's what it's about. Like, it's not about fitting in a size two dress. And people could be like, oh, well, that's easy for you to say because, you know, you do. No, but that's never been my point. Like, I've only always ever done it to yeah. feel good. Yeah. Um, because myself have had anxiety and depression. Like, we all feel those emotions, right? Like, not one person is exempt from feeling lows. Um, I've had heavy, heavy lows and long lows, and those have pulled me out. And that's what I want to do for other women. So when they come back and they're like, oh, I got such a compliment the other day, let me tell you about <laughs> it. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so awesome because you did that. Like, I'm just there guiding you on stuff God has blessed me to know. I did not go seek any of this out of ego i've only sought it out of knowledge and so for when you come back and tell me it's a huge compliment to me yes but 
it's a huge compliment to you. Like, you <laughs> did it. Like, I guided you, but you did it. Like, you worked your ass off. You sweated in those classes. You showed up with me at 5.45 a.m. You signed up. You committed. You showed up the 6.30 nights. Like, the noon lunch breaks. You did that. Yeah. I just was here, like, as co-support, right? Yeah. Like, I was just someone kind of keeping you accountable. I didn't do the workout for you. Yeah. Yeah, they did it all. Those they things, did it all. Those things really are. It's powerful to hear those things. Like, I, I love the feedback on that. I it, love feedback, too. And spe- to know. speaking of f- feedback, I want to, like, change it just a little bit here because I posted this little thing on... What did you post? On Instagram. Trenton. Um, just to... I wanted to see... I wanted to let everybody know that I was going to interview Kate today for the <laughs> podcast. And so I just posted this little story um, and said... Uh, I'd like to ask anybody if they had any questions for Caitlin. And the, this one question has come up uh, quite a few times now. I think like a, like a dozen times has come up. Um, and it has to do with Caitlin being a holistic nutritionist and her creative nature. We haven't talked about um, cooking much oh. at this point, but Caitlin has been slowly working on a cookbook um, for about a year, I'd say now. Um. Let's not lie. It started probably six years ago on a laptop. <laughs> um, slow manifestation. But about a year now, I have She's been really, been really thinking about it. Um, <laughs> so I always, anybody who follows me on Instagram um, knows I post a lot of food. I post food for motivation and to also show you how easy it is. It's also a creative expression for me. Like I said, I like to paint. Um, I also like to write songs and write music. Uh, I used I love anything creative, right? Like all my workouts are super creative. If you ever take a workout class of mine, it's never mainstream. I promise it's something you've never done. I will make you get in the most creative movements. You'll love working out. I hear that all the time because it's meant to be fun. It's not meant to do 100 deadlifts, okay? We're not here to squat and deadlift ourselves to death. We're here to have fun and follow with the beat of the music. I love that. That's what fires me up. Anyways, working on a cookbook. The question is, holistic nutrition, creative cooking, what about it? Well, so everybody's, well, for one, most of the people are asking when the book's going to be available, <laughs> um, which is a big one. A lot of people have been asking that uh, for a long time now because it's a Kate's, baby. Cause Kate's always posting recipes and awesome food. And what's funny about that is that uh, nobody knows this, but I do probably 85% of the cooking <laughs> in the house, believe it or not. I do at least at least <laughs> nine out of ten meals. <laughs> so, but I give Caitlin all the credit because the ten percent, fifteen percent of the food that she does cook is a hundred times better than all the food that I cook. So she just needs that creative space to be able to do it. So when she does dinner, say every twice a week or so. Oh, she, I do more than twice a week. All right, maybe three times. Oh, so, <laughs> oh whatever. So what she does cook, it is, it's always phenomenal. It's fucking delicious. The kids love it. I love it. And she has figured out how to do some crazy things because we love to eat in an ancestral way. We eat a lot of organs. We eat a lot yeah. of meat. We eat a lot of very bioavailable, nutrient-dense foods. And that's something that we learned like when Caitlin was was pregnant um we started really researching Mm -hmm. the paleo diet and ancestral stuff and so she like anything that we do we 
extremely research it. Yeah. I'm talking like we dig to the depths. Like, like to an obsessive to point. To an obsessive point. I will never suggest anything to anyone that I have not tried on myself and have not researched to death and tried on myself. Yeah. I will never tell you to do it. Set, but tens of books. Well, in that specific avenue, we've read fucking probably 40 different books. Uh, yeah, I'm not reading like some Instagram, Facebook, like little slideshow point and telling you you should do it. I would never, ever, ever in a million years do that. Um, any supplement we ever suggest, any supplement we have, ever done or bone marrow or organs mm -hmm. um this is all coming firsthand from us seeing after years the improvements in our skin i used to have cystic acne i used to have hair loss um i mean like i said infertile and this has all changed my life um for the better yeah absolutely well in that process of course raising oh, a go family. back to the cookbook we're getting too far no, we're, i'm going back to okay the but yeah right, don't worry right. I'm, 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 I'm gonna say another question i'm gonna lead you back okay walk me back. back i can get on tangents <laughs> i can take new roads so with three children um it has and with our appetites being uh very carb based which isn't something that's very heavy of course you have a lot of fruits and stuff mm -hmm. in the ancestral diet and the like because we're, we're kind of carnivore-ish, but we eat a lot of fruits. We eat a ton of fruit. And we eat a lot of vegetables, mm -hmm. too. But it's it's very paleo-based. With children, it can be really tough. Kind and Especially when their grandmother owns a bakery and is a fantastic baker. Yeah, my baker. mom owns a bakery. That is very conventional. So Very conventional. And delicious as fuck. Extremely but, delicious. But so our kids are kind of treated once in a while with these cupcakes and these, you know, cookies and donuts and all this stuff. And so... They still want those treats, and we're not the type of parents that are trying to withhold them from living no, a I'm decent life. No, I'm not going to scar my kids. I'm, I mean, I did do that. That's why I'm saying I'm not going to do it, because I realized what I was doing was scarring. So and what Kate did is she started figuring out recipes where we could still enjoy cookies yes, and brownies as I a family. I bake all the time. But with the nutrient-dense foods yes. in them, minus the bad things. Yes. So she's added, like bone marrow <laughs> to uh to chocolate chip cookies oh, that it's are delicious actually have a, a good bit of protein in them they don't have lactose they don't have gluten they don't have eggless yeah they're completely eggless they you know they have all the nutrients minus any allergens and she's done this with a lot of foods over the years and there's been there's been some failures Oh, yeah, avocado brownies. That was horrible. Yeah, but I'll never forget that one. But there's been some amazing yes. ones. And so she's, every time a recipe works really well, and that's why the book's taking so long, honestly, probably, is because she'll try something a bunch of times, and then she'll get it right, and then you have to replicate that a yeah. few more times to make sure that it is right, because sometimes you can fuck up and make things work right, <laughs> and then it doesn't work right the next time. So For sure. Like, uh, especially if I, I'm a, I, like, just, um... I don't know, I'm a free flower. So I throw random shit and stuff. Um, That's it, the other part of what's taking her so long with the book is that she's a yogi at heart. And so yogis just do this thing where they just kind of let shit happen the way it is, <laughs> I guess, meant to happen. Like they don't procrastinate. They just don't do things unless they feel this weird universal push to do it. And so that's what she does. She's like, the book will be done when the book is done and it'll be ready when it's ready. And that's just how it is. I'm... I'm working on it until I feel the super hard push to get it out there. But it's been in the works. for So, so many people are like, oh, my God, when's the book going to be out? Like, Because it needs to be not perfect. I shouldn't say that. I've pushed too many things in my life. 
That's why I'm like that. I've pushed way too many things in my life and hit walls with it. Um, so I've... I know I'm only 28, and then you could be like, oh my God, she's only 28. What do you mean she's pushing me? Like, okay, but I like, I have, and I've hit these walls, and it was fucking hard to hit those walls, yeah. to not listen and hit these fucking walls that destroyed me. Um, so I'm like, I'm not, not gonna take action. I'm obviously taking action because nothing happens without action, no manifestation happens without action. Um, so, like, an apple's not just gonna appear in your hand because you're hungry and want a fucking apple, right? Like, you gotta go <laughs> get the fucking apple. So, or plant the tree. Or plant the tree. You water the tree. Bring it sunlight. Like, or go to the fucking store. Like, you know, <laughs> you gotta move. So, um, yeah, I I like love experimenting in the kitchen. I post recipes all the time. I love giving our kids baked goods. Like you said, it could be a passion inherited from my mother. Uh, like I said to you, when I was younger, I ate a lot of sugar. Um, it would make total sense that my body would still deeply crave that. Um, so I had to find a way to channel this in a creative outlet for me to be expressive, but for me not to accidentally hurt myself and my family with the ingredients. Um, and once I found out what all these ingredients were. It was trial and error. I used to use other ingredients that I thought were good. Over years, found out they were bad. So the ingredients I use now are, to my knowledge, the utmost best. And I source them as best as I can. I do buy organic, almost absolutely everything. Um, that was something I did not do for a long time until I really researched into it and read lots of books, listened to lots of podcasts before I invested in organic products because I did not want to invest something so heavily, especially on a tight budget. That was not gonna make sense, right? So. I sought out organic because it fucking makes sense. And it makes sense to the earth. It makes sense to your body. It makes sense karmatically. It makes sense energetically. It makes sense to the birds. It makes sense those birds are eating pesticide worms or eating pesticide food in their dying. Anyways, could go on a tangent here. Okay, so... Um, I make muffins, I make cookies, I make breads, um, I make all kinds of shit. Like, I do, I love it. Um, I make smoothie bowls, uh, I, um, I make chocolate chip cookies, I make all kinds of sugar cookies, um, you name it, like your Christmas cookies. I've got quite a handful of recipes of Christmas cookies that are traditional, like stuff my mom made, and my mom does make at her bakery, and stuff my grandmother made. She was Italian. Um, she would make these cute little Italian cookies, um, and things like that. And I've been able to replicate and make them healthy. We're using different types of sugar, uh, whether this is maple syrup for certain, because not all sugars I will tell you from experience, work in all cookies, okay? Yeah, and you they're can, not created equal. They're not created equal. They are not created <clears throat> equal. What works, what maple syrup works in some recipes will not work in others. So honey works in others. Coconut sugar works in others. Uh, what are the other ones like I date use? Date sugar. Date sugar works in some. Date syrup works in some. Yeah. Um, so I fine-tuned all my recipes 
so you have the exact product you need for it. Uh, certain flours work in certain recipes. Coconut flour, just a heads up, does not work in chicken and dumplings. <laughs> um, I make chicken and dumplings, and that's one of Trenton's favorite dishes. And my mother-in-law makes the beautiful chicken and dumplings. And I try to like replicate it when we're kind of craving that. And fuck, coconut flour does not work. I've tried it many times. On the flour is the way to go. Um, coconut flour just breaks apart. Coconut flour is a very dense flour. It also sucks up a lot of moisture. So the equivalence um, from a regular flour, like a conventional flour, to a coconut flour is usually half um because of the absorbance of a coconut flour versus a flour there's a science to all of it so i've looked it up enough on google <laughs> to know uh what replaces an egg how do i measure that um google's had a lot of these questions um but yeah i have a lot of great recipes and it's a great way to help the kids and me there's a lot of really good ones in there mm -hmm. um, jello i make homemade marshmallows out of homemade ice cream homemade ice cream i make homemade ice cream homemade gelato i've got a recipe for that oh, i could go down the list it's firing me up homemade yeah. i said homemade jello i make homemade fruit gummies for the kids yeah. and guys this is so easy to do so, i'm i'm not a person so that, many different smoothie bowls yeah so many smoothie bowls um homemade coconut milk that you could just make here in your house Ooh, kate won't drink the homemade eggnog but i fucking love yeah, the homemade, homemade eggnog. eggnog yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm making kate let me add a couple in her book because i have i have a few kate's also got a, a kick-ass um oh why can't i i think a the liver pate oh is. i make like a liver pate that guys it is for real good oh, um it's so good i wouldn't be questioning to put it in the book if it wasn't for real good i make a liver pie um i make bone marrow gravy this is like next level depth and flavor i can't mm. explain it it's like a the deepest flavor of butter with all the different bone broth recipes oh i've got have. a million bone broth recipes that's again super easy well and so all this so you want to what's the title that you're working with so far with the book? i don't know if i want to release it oh, okay no that's fine <laughs> well so it this book is going to be like she said there's going to be like her grandmother's recipes they go really deep some of my family recipes too they go really deep with a lot of love maybe um, some moscow mule recipes yeah there you go some alcoholic <laughs> ones just like with the family ones probably uh, there's gonna be some tweaked things you mm -hmm. know like more uh healthier Ooh, holistic, i got a good lasagna one oh, wait until you get the lasagna so one the lasagna one yeah, is good and i've like, good. i've given it to a lot of people um and the alfredo i've got an alfredo one like we got we traditional meals just we eat them good yeah with just without all the bullshit and that's kind of the point of the book right is mm -hmm. all the good foods to be you know the homemaker that most people wish they could be and they want to be able to cook good healthy meals for their family and you can freeze them yeah and you can and freeze them, them and you can ha you can make them and like most of these meals don't take very long and you don't to need make. to microwave them just preheat your oven on 350 we got rid of our microwave yeah, a couple we years have ago a microwave. no i have zero microwave um yeah and all different meat blends too like i don't just cook with beef i don't believe in you consuming and also i do believe in regenerative product for yeah. the soul of the animal um and consuming the entire animal right like we don't want to just eat the steak of the animal that's not fair um consuming the entire animal um Tongue, cheek heart yeah you name it heart we've got some ceviche recipes with heart um, but yeah, I've, I've messed around with elk, boar, 
um, lots venison, of venison, lots of venison, um, bison, beef. I mean, oh, what? we've messed around with a lot uh, of stuff. Yeah. I, a lot of different meats. Uh, salmon, I've got great uh, salmon recipe <laughs> with the whole salmon filet baked in the oven. You, And I'm not a person that sits at the oven. So I've got all these recipes down pat where you can walk away from the stove. Like, right, we got three kids. So I know how it is being a mom. Mm -hmm. Like, Trent worked out loud all the time. Like, and I had to make all these foods. Um, so yeah, it'll be a cool book. It'll be a really, really, really cool book. And and there'll be recipes for kids, um, how to get all these things into your kids and your just breaking sugar diets. I'll give you all the tips on that. Uh, hide everything in pancakes. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, that's a great, that's, Kate's been doing that for a long time. Uh, popsicles. That was um, one of the homemade first. Homemade popsicles are yeah. another great one. Popsicles and pancakes were one of the first uh, like, popsicles things. Popsicles and pancakes, hiding, that's how you do it. Yeah, hiding nutrients and food and, well, Banana pancakes with bone marrow and oh, like mushroom powders, mushroom a little powders. bit of mushroom powders. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then I think it, in the beginning we were adding like a different protein powder. Now you're using what Truvani, right? I use yeah, I use Truvani, which is a plant-based protein. Um, not that we're plant-based, but she is a awesome woman, um, and she also derives all of her products very organically and sourced very properly, and they taste amazing. Yeah, was it Vani Harris is her name? Yeah. And she's also known as the food babe. Mm -hmm. She's written several books, yeah. So they want to know about, is that does that answer the recipe question? Oh, yeah, that, okay. that definitely answers recipe question. Because um, there was like, are they kid-friendly recipes? And they definitely are, because um, we got three kids. And honestly, your kids should be eating whatever the fuck you're eating, too. Like, you shouldn't be making your kids chicken nuggets and french fries every night, because that's what they eat. They should be. Well, yeah, you're the model, right? Yeah. Like, they only, even when your kids cuss, like, they get it from you. Yeah, like, well. I know firsthand. <laughs> um, they don't get it from an imaginary person. They're not born knowing that word. Um, yep. Yeah, they, that's how they learn. They learn by watching. And so the, the book is definitely, um, say, from, like, a mother's standpoint, for sure, a mother's standpoint on cooking yeah. and taking care of and nurturing her family and, and taking care of her family the best that she knows how and Caitlin has read tons of books over the last I'd say six years there's been countless books four or five six books a month like just consuming so much information and like I said earlier like almost out of an obsession but an obsession for just consuming this good knowledge and there's been a lot of shitty books too and, and books that like didn't have good information yeah. in them and, and I mean like it yeah you gotta find the books that yeah. align with you yeah um what else can there like that pretty I think you answered pretty well all the cookbook questions and that was like still like 90% of the questions were like that and there was the like yeah, how does Caitlin have a six pack after having three kids? Yeah, that question. But that, <laughs> it's <laughs> you our, um, that your anyway. body is made in the kitchen. There you you are made in the kitchen. Uh, you are a product of what you eat. I know none of us want to hear that. I know it. <laughs> I know it. I don't even want to hear it sometimes. But you are. And it's easy to do. I promise you're never too busy. You are never too busy to make a smoothie. You are never too busy to cook up a couple sausages and eat them like i there's there's ways and i want to help you i want to teach you the ways because i've i found them 
But yeah, the cookbook, we talked about Katie Mays, Energy Studio, fashion, all my certifications, Reiki healer, um, energy healing, all the stuff I've done there, New York Fashion Week. Um, we touched a little bit base. I also write music and write songs. That's a deep passion of mine as well. Any kind of creative outlet. Um, we're getting ready to launch a clothing line for Energy Studio. Uh, that will be coming really soon that I will be designing. I'm sure Trenton will co-design as well, and I'll have his input. Um, so I'll be getting into clothing designing here really soon and hopefully eventually bringing that back around to Katie Mays as soon as a little bit of time frees up, or should I rather say energy frees up. Yeah. Um, not time, a bit energy. And I can source a little bit that direction uh, into investing my energy back into her and creatively designing clothes for her as well. Um, but yeah, we're getting ready to design Energy's line, which is super cool and exciting. There was, there was one more question that just came through, and it's a, the story's only been up for a minute, so <laughs> that's good, though, because I didn't want to get flooded. I didn't want too much pressure. Yeah, oh, she was so nervous. But, so this question was, okay, so how do you stay sane while raising a family and running multiple businesses and working out, teaching classes several times per day? Like, so um. I... What about, start with your morning routine. I was I think, just going to say, yeah. the way I stay sane is my spiritual connection. That is the way I stay sane. Um, do I have a morning routine? Yes, a little bit. Like, I get a coffee. I have my specific creamer. I have my specific superfood cookie that I dip in my coffee that I have to get. And they sell them at Whole Foods, but I'm not going to tell you the brand because then you might buy them all. <laughs> and then I won't have them. No, I'm kidding. Um, She's not kidding. <laughs> I get so upset. Because I ask her. She won't tell you. Um, but yeah, there's these little superfood cookies that are like super, um, they're freshly baked. A small company sells them at Whole Foods. And the woman's actually an acupuncturist that invented them. But anyway, so I buy them and uh, I dip them in my coffee in the morning and I drink my coffee. Um, and then I do this thing called morning notes, which I learned in a psychic illumination class that we just took um, for eight weeks. And I write down how I feel in the morning um, for a couple of pages. And then I maybe start to draw how I feel. Um, I like to draw a lot, so it helps channel my energy. I will then try to meditate. I also try to get up pretty early before the kids. Uh, if I do not, it just messes up my day. So I get up around 4 a.m. Uh, is this guaranteed every day? No. Like, we're all human, right? Mm -hmm. Like, um, But if I would say, like, yes to the majority of the time I get up around this time, um, to start establishing my day before I have to make a bottle, before I have to turn on the mom light, I can turn on the spiritual light. I can connect I like back that. to, you like that? I like that phrase. Yeah, yeah turn on that spiritual light. Um, I can connect back to who Caitlin is. Uh, maybe even take the name out of it, like who my soul is. Um, what is my connection to the divine? Um, have I tapped in? Do I feel them? Um, what's my connection to myself? Am I feeling grounded? Uh, so I turn on that spiritual light first. And if I don't do this, 
I will go crazy. I have gone crazy because <laughs> I have not tapped in. So um, <clears throat> my utmost thing that holds me is my faith and my spirituality. That is how I stay sane. And that's how I'm, I feel I'm able to take on what I take on is because I'm guided to take it on. Um, I never really can say at least this point in my life, do I take on something just because I want to? I really take it on because I'm guided to take it on. Um, whether that's teaching multiple classes in one day, sometimes, you know, I teach uh, a bar class, then a, like yesterday I taught bar, then bar Pilates, then a yoga sculpt. Um, and this could be a couple days in a row, uh, sometimes not, you know, it's sometimes you're teaching three group classes a day and sometimes not, and you have family come home too, and you got normal shit going on and you got to run a business and sometimes a couple businesses, sometimes not, and, you know, value yourself. So that's why that spiritual light's so important to turn on first, because the first thing you do in the morning is gonna dictate the rest of your day. I know, we all know this, right? Like we go on social media first thing in the morning, I'm bombarded with several stories of people I don't know and seeing their lives at 5 a.m. Who needs that? I don't need that. I don't need that. Like how can I be in charge of my life when I'm too busy watching other people be in charge of theirs? Uh, nothing against them because I love looking at them to see how their lives are going and being like cheering them on through social media. It's a beautiful thing. But do I need it to make my decisions? No. And it's not a good idea to let it make your decisions first thing in the morning. So turn on your spiritual light. That's the first thing. Come to you. Whether that's with your coffee, smelling it, we all talk about it. And then figure out what you want in your life and what you want in that day. And then you could turn on your other lights. You could start switching them. You could start being like, okay, I'll turn on my Caitlin light. Okay, I'll turn on my mom hmm. light. Okay, I'll turn on my wife light. Sometimes it's very first, okay, I'll turn on my instructor light, business owner light. Um, you know, and then you just go throughout the day turning on lights and shutting off lights and turning other ones on. But my connection to my spirituality is definitely my most valued. Well, that answers that question really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, so connect, be open. Yeah, connect back to yourself. Make sure if you ever feel yourself drifting off, just just talk to yourself. Take a, do some box breath. I also specialize in breath work. Um, and we do hot-cold therapy. I do a lot more hot than I do cold. I'll be mm -hmm. honest, it <laughs> does more cold than I do. Um, but coming back to your breath, Feeling it in your body. Feeling it come in like an ocean wave. Feeling it leave. How does that feel? Just being you. Nobody calling you mom. No one calling you by your name. No one knowing your business. No one follows you on Instagram. No one follows you on Facebook. No one knows you. It's just you. And you can create from that point. Because you're a blank slate. First thing in the morning, you're a blank slate. Um, whatever happened to you at midnight yesterday no longer matters. Hmm. Come back to you. Just flow with your breath. Stay there. Don't put any expectations. Just chill. Like you're on vacation, right? Just picture like you're in front of the beach. You're on vacation. 
yeah so that's just uh that's all you can do so that's how you stay sane <laughs> yeah and it, it keeps me excited for more because i love taking on more people are sometimes afraid to give me the opportunity to because i think i'm too consumed with other things i'm never too consumed to take on a new opportunity so please don't ever be afraid to come knocking on my door and ask me if i'd like to collab or if i'd like to join something or host something or they haven't come to me like whatever it is like hit me up i'm always open to anything anything yeah it's fun it keeps me creative and it refills my tank she's saying bring it on Bring on the more. So I think um, we kind of touched a lot of major bases here. Um, yeah, is there anything else that you really want, like in this context here? You know, I, I don't really know. I feel like it, this is my first time really talking about myself here. Um, the people needed to know. That people really need <laughs> to know. Uh, I guess I one thing I'm also really passionate about is being a mom in... Uh, pregnancy I'm very passionate about and pregnancy health and postpartum health um, and yeah, if you fertility. Read, if you haven't read our first book, the, she wrote a whole chapter on pregnancy, nutrition, it's and It's super health. important. You should definitely check that out. She's really passionate about that. And not only is she passionate about it, she's pretty fucking experienced <laughs> in it as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, fertility, I'm very experienced in, uh, pregnancy, postpartum, um, extremely passionate about it, and yeah, our book, The Tranquil Warrior, I wrote a whole chapter on it, explaining it down to the cellular level of how all of this works, how protein works, how it's digested, what you need for fetal, how the baby's going to digest it, um, I'm very knowledgeable in it, uh, so I really break it down for you, uh, and it's in a beautiful way to easily understand all the scientific terms. But yeah, I think that's it. I don't know. Oh, there's so much more. Like I, I don't. Wanna, <laughs> I feel like this podcast has got to be long. I know. I just don't. I don't want you to stop yet. I feel like. I feel like there's so much more with you, but maybe people will just, uh, if they have any questions, they yeah, can always I reach mean, out. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously so many avenues we could continue mm -hmm. to go under here. Like, I could get into so much right now, like, with energy healing. I mean, fuck, I could get in like, herbs. I can get into plant medicine. I can get into, like, all these different little avenues, gems, um, tarot. Like, I mean, there's a, there is, for sure, I mean, forest bathing, walking, uh, gardening, um, um, growing things, sauna exposure, animals. Like we, we can. If you guys have any other future questions, we have a lot of hobbies, so um, we could go down those avenues. But or if you just have a question, maybe like about just being a mom, that's there too, because yeah. it's hard. Or a wife, or that entrepreneur, or a woman entrepreneur, or any of those, a young entrepreneur um, with a family. It's all really hard. Yeah. But, yeah. It is. Well, mm -hmm. you want to, let's close this out like we close out the other podcast then. So, Mrs. Caitlin Sweet, <laughs> where can people find you if they would like to interact um, with you? So, we've got three websites that I've built. <laughs> um, so, I'm a little techie, not very techie, but there, uh, obviously, there's Katie Mays Boutique um, that you can 
dot com and then there's the awakening the tranquil warrior dot com another website I've built and then the energy fitness studios dot com with an s that is our third website that I've built and then I have social media um, so Caitlin sweet on Facebook uh, Katie's underscore sweets on Instagram and I also have a hair Instagram that's uh, I think it's called like Insulus Katie and then I have the boutiques Instagram which is Katie Mays boutique and then we have energy fitness studio Instagram um, that we all run in an energy fitness studio podcast but my personal Instagram is Katie's underscore sweet so there's a lot of places you can try to reach out to. <laughs> I know, but you want my email, my phone number. <laughs> I mean, you ain't got to pull that out there. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so this is the final question then. Um, we kind of already answered this a little bit, but maybe there's more. So what is next for you, Caitlin? What is your next big thing? Um, growing energy is a next for me. Um the clothing line I for energy and um, next will be the cookbook hmm. and from that point man I feel like there's I feel like it's kind of endless like I'll probably create something yeah. and that'll probably be next probably another creative another creative outlet of some sort to bring healing um, in some way that'll be my next and learning <laughs> that's inevitable <laughs> always learning always yeah. learning yeah that's always next. always that's learning like now then i next, know past forever. future but that how exciting right like how i always say this how overwhelming but how exciting because it's always changing it's never the same who wants to be in the same yeah what is that famous you say this all the time about contentment and being fine what is that saying oh it's actually from mallory irvin from living foley's podcast i really love mallory irvin um it is she quotes something along the lines that the scariest thing to ever feel is contentment um and she's never scared to fail and she's never scared to succeed that could be a fear so um, why is contentment something um, to fear? so contentment is such a defeat because you're never you're using your one life your one opportunity in this life to just feel okay to be me to just be like i got the car i got the house i mean i got a cool spouse i guess that's good like that is a horrible place to be because you are safe enough but you are not fulfilled and you're okay with that playing it safe so you're not living to your potential. so you're not living fully you're not living to your potential you're not firing what's inside what god gave you that mission and then you're not experiencing holidays to the fullest. You're not experiencing thankfulness to the fullest, gratitude to the fullest, love, compassion, sex, family. You're not experiencing any of this to the fullest if you're just okay. And like you just are experiencing it on this mad level number four. <laughs> like <laughs> if I could explain it, your workouts are like a number four, your life's like a number four. You're never like pushing past I always say this in the workouts, like if you start to shake that's a good thing because you're getting to the next level. It's like that and like if you start to shake and you start to get scared, 
it's okay. That's a good thing because you're building a muscle. You're building a muscle in your life. You're building a step forward. It's not going to fucking be easy. And I only know that because it's been so difficult. <laughs> so, but we've gotten to the next level. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, but yeah, contentment's the scariest thing. I like that. Those are good final words. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add before we close it out? Um, just always push yourself and always believe in yourself. Easier said than done. Easier said but than just done. know that no one else can be you. No one else. No one was born to have your name. No one was born with your story. No one was born with your passion. No one has the parents you do or the friends you do or the support system you do or don't have. So always know and believe in that. Believe in your story. Your story is important and it's going to hit someone because it's your story and you're going to tell it with love. So just always believe in who you are. You aren't here to not be who you are. It just wouldn't make sense. I love it. And I love you, Kate. I love you too. Thank <laughs> you for interviewing me. It's not as bad as I thought it would be. I hope this helps some peeps. Um, and again, if you have any questions ever, please feel free to reach out. I love helping. Um, and I love you guys. Thank you for supporting us in so many ways. I am so grateful for everyone and all the support. Um, and thank you for listening to our podcast and listening to us talk and talk to all these really cool people and listen to my podcast. Um, and yeah, you can find our books and they're very helpful. And that's it. Yeah, thank you so for much, now. Kate. Thank you for letting me thank you, babe. you too. Uh, I really wanted to do this. And um, I, people, people need to know about you, Kate. They need to know how special you really are, not just see your sexy ass on the Instagram. They need to know. Need I know. thought ever in posting like sexy pictures, it's so that you get motivated to build your body. Like I'm saying, like come to my class, let's do fitness class. Not like look at me. Well, yeah, she's not. She really is not even I'm close not to like egotistical. That. She's really. If you guys, if you guys only knew. Um, as far as her being a holistic nutritionist, people have asked this as well, and it is live on Energy Fitness Studios website right now, which will be in the show notes. Um, she's offering a holistic nutrition guidance. Yeah, right six now. week boot camp. Forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. it's like <clears throat> six forty nine or six fifty nine for six weeks. I guide you through a holistic nutrition boot camp. We break down your diet. I give you meal plans, where to buy it in a grocery store, what grocery store to look for for this stuff. Um, meals for the family, recipes from my cookbook. I mean, like I give you the download on ingredients and everything. And that's it. That's the last thing I wanted to throw right, in there. Bye guys. Talk to you later.